Looking for your next set of shiny math rocks for your games? Then head on over to FanRollDice.com and use code SPELLBOOKG10 for 10% off your order of dice and other tabletop accessories. That's FanRollDice.com, code SPELLBOOKG10 for 10% off your order. Last time on Roll for Distraction. With the auction for the Eye of Vecna approaching in a few days, the party decided to take some time to prepare for a worst-case scenario. Zidrus proposed using Salish's magic capture spheres to collect a few monsters to create a distraction, and Crassus suggested the Underdark as a good place to find a variety of creatures. Salish teleported them to a recently abandoned drow settlement, Crassus transformed into a drow matron to fool the town's jade spider into getting into the ball, Umox stumbled upon an angry gorgon, Cyrilla captured one of the howlers, Clark captured the golem, and Umok captured the chimera. With their work done, they teleported back to Salisa's base to rest and prepare further. Let's let's do an actual intro real quick. Uh, that's it. That's the intro. Hi, everybody. We're back. Hello. Uh, it's episode twenty-one. Guys, the, ch- the show can drink. <laughs> yeah, we can drink yeah. now. And gamble, that surprisingly, Bruce, none boys. of us are drunk. <laughs> Yet. I have lavender and chamomile tea, because I think I'm coming down with the cold that this season Dude, has brought upon everyone all. Is. <laughs> I'm just going to apologize in advance for all the throat clearing I'm doing, because I'm also a tad sick. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, my voice is also a little I funny. I feel so. great. <laughs> Actually, well, good well, for you. Fuck you, John. Well, good. You have to talk the most. Yeah, the I know, DM, which, so. which works out. The one time I was sick is the only time we recorded one episode in two parts. So we caught Pokemon in the last episode. Yeah. No, we caught creature not, monsters. We caught very specific monsters we from the Dungeons and Dragons monster manual. We, we created they a are better in our pockets monsters. that has nothing to do with it. We created a better game than Game Freak. Moving on. Watch our Pokemon Violet playthrough. Where we left off, you had just teleported back Salise's fortress. Yes. What is what is happening here? You're in the room with the teleportation circle. Good. Great. Uh, are we alone? It doesn't smell Salise. like smoke this time, so that's a plus. That's true. The last time we returned from a mission to come here, that uh, everyone was dead. No, no. <laughs> just a lot of people were injured, and some were dead. Dobby didn't meant. <laughs> Dobby never meant to kill, just maim or seriously injure is just a flesh wound. Do we convene with Solis, I guess? Yeah, I mean, you can go to... You could try and find Solis. That's a thing you can do. Hello. Solis. We're back early. Solis Navidad. <laughs> uh, as you are walking through the long hallway to that teleportation room slash workshop, she's coming the other way. Ah, you round a corner. Oh, you're back. Good, you're back. Um, update. Update, 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 update. Um... One late addition to who is attending the um, auction, another old associate of mine, and she sort of rubs her temples, Raven Black. Oh, fuck. Isn't that her son? For context, this is Gerard's character from the same game from the Tomb of Annihilation. Also a wizard, right? Also a wizard. Also yes. a wizard. Wizard and succubus. Oh. That sucks. That's fun. And, and and successful businesswoman in Port Nizaru. We love a businesswoman. <laughs> One of the merchant princes of Port Nizaru. I need all of you to go to Port Nizaru and get 
a file that uh, Glory has been kind enough to be keeping on Raven. You don't know who Glory is. Um, Glory is another member of that group who dealt with the Death yeah, Curse. An, a, another um, character from the same game. Who was Her, Glory again? Was that Vignar? That, 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 that was my wife's character. Glo- Glory in that game. So yes, it was Vigna's character. <laughs> Glory... The, the other Vigna. <laughs> the... Glory's brother worked f- for the Order of the Gauntlet for a while. He doesn't anymore, I think. Glory's brother in that game was me, Alex. Who, uh, they're both tieflings. Uh, she was a fighter. He, Justice, uh, was a paladin um, who worked loosely with the Order after. Um, I've had Glory just keeping tabs on anything she can get about Raven because she is a competitor, rival, friendly, possibly. Depends on the day. Uh, fellow, her mood. fellow <laughs> wizard and seeker of powerful artifacts, but she's more in the spirit of using and learning than protecting and storing. Glory wasn't a wizard. No, Raven. Crassus, you need to pay attention. <laughs> Raven was a wizard. That's who we're talking about. Glory yeah. has been keeping tabs Glory, on Glory Raven for Glory was an eldritch knight, so kind of a wizard. Glory and Raven are both merchant princes of Port Dazaru. There was a whole mess that happened while we were there. It was bad. It's yeah, a lot of people. It's died. actually the first time that Joram had put had united the different forces of the Gauntlet and brought them to bear. Hmm. I'm just gonna send you to Glory now. We I don't have time for you to rest. You're gonna go to Port Dazaru now. No time oh. to explain. Yeah. All right. Everybody feeling okay? <laughs> I. Can we take a short break so we can get some of our health points you back? Have one hour. No. You have one hour. No. You be going out. Short rest indeed. I'll take it. Did I even take yeah. any damage when we did our little power? Oh, I did. Several of you almost died. Yeah. Uh, I didn't take any damage, but I'm down some spell slots, so I will, I will do an arcane recovery. I'm basically a full down. Did you guys hear that? What? What? The entire packet of fireball dice just fell off my lap. Didn't hear it, no. <laughs> nice. But it would be on the recording, so that's cool. Post, but... No, no, leave it in. <laughs> Do you think if you threw all your dice, like, put all your dice in one bag and threw it off the Empire State Building, it could kill a man? Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, for sure. If <laughs> I, I have one die that, that would kill a man, any of the metal one, probably, but I have the, like, the one pound D20. <laughs> oh, that's just a, that's just a metal ingot. That's not like that. That'll do it. <laughs> I that's mean, excessive. You didn't have to drop it off the Empire State Building. If I dropped that off the roof of my apartment, it would kill you. Uh, how's everybody right. doing? Anyway, an hour has passed. Yes. All right. What? Good. Great. One hour later. Um, yeah. Celise seems actually annoyed. somehow more like a mix of annoyed and concerned. You know, like, this is this is just getting to be too much. There's so much. It is a potential recipe for disaster, yes. A, sh- a shitstorm, if you will. Okay. Um... An arcane shitstorm. What level spell is that? I cast shitstorm at ninth level. <laughs> oh no, here it comes! You all take 40d6 poison damage. Oh no! 40d6 poop damage. What is this, meteor? Me- <laughs> <laughs> okay, link up. Take my hand. Hold Let's hands. Hold hands. Hold hands. Grab my hand. Sa- here Grab my hand. on the subway. Please keep in contact with me as this goes. And she snaps her fingers. And you are 
in a brightly lit courtyard. The temperature is hot. It is a toasty and wet 92 degrees. Yeah, so quick context for everybody. Um, audience included. Uh, the place we're, we're in now, Port Ninzaru, is the capital city of a place called Chult. Uh, off capital the coast city is a strong of, word. It's the city in yeah. a place called Chult. In, in, in a place called Chult, which is a very dense uh, tropical jungle sort of place. Um... Uh, in terms of climate, uh, it was the sort of main hub setting for Tomb of Annihilation, um, hence why characters from that campaign are still here. And uh, yeah, it's hot as balls. <laughs> so, so we're, we're back on the material plane now, where we're, cosmically we're closer to Candlekeep than we were a minute ago, but we are uh, several hundreds of miles away. Are balls even that hot? I don't understand that that saying. Balls are actually colder than the human body. Depends which balls. If you mean testicles, yes. <laughs> if you mean the sun, very hot. Goodness gracious, great balls yeah, but of fire. talked about in the plural, so the sun is just one. There are many stars, Brian. But I apologize <laughs> for this course of speech, Alice. Because the look, you're, yeah, you're like... <laughs> This is the moment where I'm like, I am the only woman here. <laughs> oh, it's sorry. Funny. We're doing Tomb of Annihilation Part 2, Electric Boogaloo. A few guards and attendants come out. Ah, uh, who are you? Hello. Who are you? Praise the sun, sirs. We are in the employ of Glory Zirso. Oh, good. We're, we were just sent to speak with her. By whom? Uh um, mama. I will I will use message to speak with him uh, uh, subtly and quietly so that we are not overheard. Uh, I will say by her her old friend Celise. Hmm. Follow me. Thank you. They, along with several guards, usher you into. You also see the guards are wearing um, like a kind of very light like silks as their clothing and not super heavy armor because it's just so hot here. It's pretty fucking hot. Yeah. Uh, you are taken out of the courtyard and brought through a large double door into a waiting area. Please await here. And they leave and the guards leave and close the doors and you're in there. There is a water fountain. Water is there a Can I get a drink? Uh, yes, there are... There, there is like a decorative... It looks to be a decorative fountain, but there are like cups around it and it appears to be very clean water. Is there a window for Maboyuma? Don't jump through the window. There aren't actually windows here. No, there are there are skylights, <laughs> but there are no windows. He's gonna, he's gonna try and jump out the skylight. He's gonna. I cast fucking... jump. <laughs> he just he just fucking <laughs> supermans up. Is this is it a sunny day out today? It is. You can see the sun <laughs> brightly through one of the skylights. Not a cloud. Excellent. Guess where Clark is gonna stand? Directly. <laughs> Clark Clark always stands directly under the skylight from a window like a cat. <laughs> who follows the light around. Fun fact, Clark is actually a tabaxi, and that's why he likes the sun, because he is a cat. You know. <laughs> the door opposite of the room from where you came in opens, and you see a tiefling in gleaming silver armor with gold reliefs walk through. So wonderful for all of you to get here, finally. Hi. A fellow tiefling, how are you? I'm good, and yourself? Been, been, uh... It's nice. Business is good. It's really hot here. I am Glory Zerso, the merchant prince of the fighting pits and military training 
of Chultz and its warriors. An old friend uh, of Silesis. Lovely Please to meet you. follow me to my office. And if you are all free to, would you mind staying for a meal? Yes, please. Yes. Uh, we won't say no to that. Wonderful. Uh, our official business shouldn't take very long, and uh, I was having a a larger meal prepared anyway, so... As we're walking behind her, Crassus will uh, chime in. By chance, do you have fried cheese? <laughs> um... <laughs> Not a lot of not a lot of cheese down here. It's not really a popular dish. Dang. Shame. A lot of dinosaur-based foods. Yeah, fun fact, Chult has dinosaurs. Like in great numbers. Cool. They are the beasts of burden, because you know what cows don't like when it's 95 degrees all the time. Welcome to Jurassic Park. Sorry, go on. Anywho, we walk through a hallway, I suppose. Uh you're led through several other hallways and past a ballroom, a flight of stairs in said ballroom, down a longer hallway to an office. A large office with many a, many a head of beast mounted on the walls and lots of busts of famous warriors from Schultz. Carved in various types of stone and even a few cast of metal, bronze and iron. Here, please take a seat at my uh, planning table. And you sit down at the table, and it is, on top of the table, in a lower set area, is a carved map of Chult. I was going to say, is it like the cool light-up one from House of the Dragon? Uh, without the, <laughs> oh, that's without pretty, the, that's a sick table. No, this one's made of wood, so it's similar in shape, but it is not on fire. It can't light like up. many a table of Westeros or Game of Thrones, yeah. Yeah, yeah why can't it light up? <laughs> This is bullshit. My immersion is ruined. <laughs> Literally unplayable. You ruined your own immersion. I never said it like that. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what is this, No Man's Sky's initial He's release? Right. <laughs> All right. Oh my god. Um, I'm so sorry I brought this up. Uh, Glory takes a leather-bound book out of a drawer, throws it to Zid, who she assumes is the brains of this operation, just based on the size of his forehead. Oh, wow. Senses are acute. Um, <laughs> well, I, I'm just bald. I don't have a bigger like, forehead. You're bald, so the entire thing is forehead. Sure, <laughs> wait, that's how that works, I guess. Uh, in that book is every single note that I've kept on Glory for the... on Not Glory, I'm Glory. I've been keeping it on myself. <laughs> on Raven for the past my diary. Book. Ooh, yeah, don't look at that book. Uh, <laughs> every, uh, <laughs> uh, every note and information bit that I've been able to gather or have gathered on Raven for the past 20 years. Very good. Selyse should be fairly up to date on it, but there's been a few interesting uh, updates as of late. I, I flipped to the, the last handful of pages, which I assume would contain the more recent stuff. Um, does anything jump out she at me? She has been making contact with other people like her, just other adventurers from all over the place. You don't really have any details on any of them, but she has been in contact with adventurers from across the realm. Putting a team together for something, perhaps? I Perhaps a heist? Counter heist. She's gonna rob Cashew. Is there any... There's no information on these other people at all? Uh, scant bits. One of them might be a triton... 
Another is some older man. Now, I've been keeping these notes just because she's dangerous, or...? Uh, she shouldn't be a danger. We've, w- we've worked together in the past to deal with problems as they've come up. We're both sitting members of Church's... Church. We're both sitting Church. members of Church. We're both sitting members oh, I bit my tongue. Of, of Chult's Merchant Council. And anytime there's been an issue, she's had no problem stepping up to help deal with it and protect this city. Because I do believe she considers this her home now more than wherever she's from. So all things considered, it sounds like uh, certainly her getting the eye of Vecta would not be a good thing. But she's not the person... I don't think her getting it would inherently be much worse than Selyse at this point. Right. Based on everything that happened with Selyse getting it. You think you give all the precautions you can, and yet... Some damn turtle ruins it. Did you know Pistachio as well? Fuck. I hate that fucking man. (laughs) I'm glad to hear... I'm glad to hear he's dead. I'm saddened to learn Mm. it took old age. Had you ever met his uh, his son? No, I hadn't seen him since we ended up since we dealt mm. with the death curse. The rest of us kept in contact after everything happened, but he didn't, and we were fine I, with that. I thought he was very charitable. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yes, glory <laughs> stifles a laugh. <laughs> That's one way to put it. Uh, have you heard from your brother at all lately? Not for a few years. He's dead. I'd know if he were dead. He's alive, but I haven't heard from him in, in four-ish years. I haven't heard from Joram in a little over ten. None of us have. Yeah. He's he's more who concerns me. Justice broke away from them um, a while ago. Um, he wasn't prevented from yeah, leaving, that's what but said as well. a good chunk of his original organization stuck with the gauntlet. Dinner? <laughs> Dinner. Dinner. It's probably Please. close to done by now. We can head to the dining hall. Keys for everyone. Uh, and you are ushered into a large dining hall, a table that seats 32. A third of it is set up for food. Uh, and you notice, like, very large roasts of meat on the table. Like, Ooh. dino meat. <laughs> It's like the stereotypical meat on the bone. Kind of, yeah. Well, here's but the thing: like when, when the ribs are actually that big, it does. It's not a, an exaggeration. Yeah, it's like, like a f- rack of ribs that like is the whole table. <laughs> it's like it's like the Flintstones where they get the giant yeah. rack of ribs Ab- in their car. It, is, yeah, it yeah. is absolutely that. <laughs> Do I have to make like a Constitution check to chew through? No, this? it's well cooked. It's fine. <laughs> okay. Meat's meat when you cook it the right way. Uh, about 15 minutes into it, and as a second course is being brought out, one of the servants with two guards walk up to Glory and whispers in her ear, <sighs> Really? Tonight? Really? <laughs> Uh-oh. Fine, fine, let her in. Oh, who here? Uh-oh. Uh, who are we letting in? Uh-oh. And she gets up from the table and starts walking to the other end of the room. Raven! It's so good to see you. <laughs> oh. oh. Okay. As you see oh, a woman who is about six feet tall, Horns. She was bit. Well, she's wearing seven-inch heels. Whatever. Was this brand of <laughs> giant fucking heels? Um, <laughs> Always comes back to. I think she was fairly tall coming anyway. Horns yeah. on her head that point up towards the sky. Wings and a tail. They embrace each other, and the wings like go around too. It's like, ah, oh, 
It's how long has it been since we've actually sat down for a meal together? I do actually have guests tonight. I wasn't expecting you. Oh well, you know. Is this just going to be John talking to him? For a moment. Gerard, what, what does Raven sound like? Did she smoke two packs a day, or is she, like, normal? No. <laughs> I guess normal. Um, yeah, two so I just figured I'd stop in with um, a new associate of mine. Oh, God. Introduce you. Oh, who else? Uh, and they are an absolutely shredded man with a staff. Oh no! <laughs> oh fuck! <laughs> Humphrey McComfrey, nice to meet you. Uh. Oh, it's me. Well, he's got a better voice now because he's young again. <laughs> he no, he's, he's just always. Oh, has he that just voice. always sounds like this. Thank you. I get to use my old man voice. He, he always uh, okay. sounds <laughs> like Master Roshi. Again, I, I went over this. There's in a too recap much video, lore here again. <laughs> It, yeah, there's a this lot is, happening. This is the lore episode, everyone. <laughs> Again, I, I, I've, I said this the last time we had a big lore episode. There is a recap video. It's on the channel now. But quick quick recap. Humphrey McCumphrey is Gerard's character from our <laughs> Curse of Strahd campaign, which is the, the, the beginning of this timeline that we're on. Humphrey is a human shadow monk who, uh, without spoiling all of Curse of Strahd, there's a place where you can go where your alignment can get changed by accident. Oh, shit. Um, and he became evil uh, and ended up staying behind uh, at the end of the game and, and became a temporary villain at one point. Uh, and we haven't seen him in a really long time. I, I thought he was dead. So, yeah, uh, this, this, this means nothing to our characters. We know who Raven is by reputation at this point. No one alive yeah. knows who he is. No one, very few people know who he is. Yeah, I mean, like Aurora, like the, the, just, and 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 Joram would know who he, who he is. Like the Curse of Strahd party would know who he is, but that would be it. Morgan Morgan Kanan. Kanan. Yeah, I would say also Morgan would Kanan. know. Uh, but yeah, and, and nobody here other than Raven knows who he is. Anyway, we're gonna continue to pretend that we don't know who he is. Carry on, Humphrey Mc Humphrey McCumphrey. I'm uh, me and Raven are uh, new business associates. We could say. Well, um, please, I have extra places set at the table for you. Oh, who are all of you? What an interesting bunch. Yeah, quite a quite a cool-looking gang here. Hi. Thank you. Uh, we are uh, recent new acquaintances of, of uh, Glory. We're adventurers. Ah, she's always hiring new adventurers for stuff. Is she? Raven, I don't know. I've never met them before. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the stories I could tell. I won't. Maybe a little. <laughs> I, I can't remember. Perhaps, perhaps not tonight, Humphrey. Is that dinosaur meat? I've never had dinosaur before. It tastes pretty good. Yeah, it tastes like chicken. Give it a try. And he takes one of the whole ribs. We're talking about a rib that's maybe three feet long. Still got a good amount of meat on it. And just starts on one end. And just starts going. Look, that's his night. He's just going to be doing that. Raven, why the um, why the unannounced visit? Oh, you know, and okay, we're going to sum this up as a dinner, old friends reminiscing, but also trying to pull information out of each other. I will talk to each of you as a character when that comes up. Now, Raven looking to Zid, you look like you've got a little bit of darkness on you. Where are oh, you from? Shit. You have a good eye. I... I... 
hail from the Shadowfell. Ooh. Don't see many people from the Shadowfell come around. Interesting. <laughs> Indeed. Bless you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> ah, and, uh, cleric. Solar cleric. Uh, yes, that's me, madam. Praise the sun. Oh, praise the sun. Yes, very good. You seem familiar, but I can't quite place it. Have we met anywhere? <laughs> oh, shit. Mm, can't <laughs> say that I have. I feel like I would remember someone with your uh, uh, My... complexion. <laughs> Presence. <laughs> and she smiles. Well, that's one way to put it. Hello, beautiful. And she looks to Cyril. Hello. Oh. <laughs> oh, you're gorgeous too, dear. But we're we're talking to the ladies are talking now. Let the bard be horny for once, Brian. <laughs> uh, if you're ever looking to perform, I do have a venue nearby. Really? Yes. yes. Sorry, I just put a cookie in my mouth. What? Oh. You guys are at a dinner table, so that's not that crazy. Yep. <laughs> really? <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go play my fire. Method acting. Do we do we know what Raven's establishment actually is? I.e., a brothel. Make a history. Make a history check. Sixteen. Yeah, you know that the the place she runs is primarily a brothel, but it is just sort Let of me, a general sorry, entertainment me, venue sorry. as well. It's not exclusively. Right. It's not the only thing they do. Called fiendish delights. Is it really? It is now. I didn't just make that up. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do have. It is a concerts are performed most nights by various people. Usually, I have them brought in or locals or what have you. I'll absolutely have time for you to uh, come perform anytime. And. Uh, she looks you in the eyes. Please make an insight check to see what she's actually saying here. <laughs> she's batting her lashes. I am fucking up so hard right now. Four. Cirilla ain't getting You are shit. really <laughs> excited about the chance of, get, of performing at a larger venue. It's great. <laughs> wow, this lady's really nice. Yeah. And you. Mommy, sorry. Mommy. <laughs> my half-orc. Mommy, shit. My half-orc friend. You. You. Yes. Interesting. Have you heard of a movie called Magic Mike? <laughs> Not, what's, that, what's that TikTok Magic audio Umak. that's called? <laughs> Arcane what? Umak. Arcane Umak. <laughs> Arcane Umak. What's that, what's that TikTok He's audio that's going man. around? It's like the, um, it's not a goddamn thought behind those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> and Raven, after the rest of the night, never making pleasant conversation, I may give all of you a call in time. I might have a job. Or if you're just, you know, come hang out, enjoy the venue. And she hands you um, a business card. Specifically to you, Cirilla. Hey. Does she, like, conjure it with, like, a flick of oh, her wrist? Oh, absolutely. I got her number. <laughs> uh, there are two there, and you see one of them on the back, you says, for party. And the other is a different color. It's like the shiny version, and it says, for Cirilla. It's like, ooh. Ayo. Well, Gloria, this has turned out to be a very lovely evening. <laughs> um, Humphrey has finished eating that rib. It's been two hours. Uh, and he has just... <laughs> the six-pack is now smooth and slightly bulbous. 
It's now a he's one just, pack. Oh, it's a it's pack. keg. Oh, that was it's a keg. That was fucking amazing. <laughs> and he lets out a nice. large yeah. gurgling burp. Raven and Humphrey get up. Well, Corey, I'm sure we'll come back and have another dinner at some point. It's like, yes, yes, absolutely. And they go in for a hug again. Humphrey is just sort of using his pole to steady himself because, oh, it's a lot. He ate a lot of rib. Uh, and they sort of saunter on out. Glory then sits back down and just holds out a glass. And one of the servants comes over, pours, filling it up with some sort of alcohol. She drinks it, puts the glass down, takes the bottle. I don't need the glass. <laughs> He's like, so you don't have to fucking deal with I have lived. Well, that I have was, lived um... in the same neighborhood as that woman for 19 years. She's a dear friend. I love her, but she's going to kill me one day. Not literally. Not like she's in a fight. Read, not in a fight. One. Probably not. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Just from stress. Yes. <laughs> I have a teleportation circle that can get you back to Celise. Let's get you back to her. She's probably wondering where you are. Okay. Yes. You were just supposed to come pick up a thing, and we ended up having a nice... It's been six hours. And you go back the way you came towards her office to a adjacent door. There is a spell circle on the floor. Uh, give me ten minutes. I have to prep it. I don't usually have it ready. Um, she opens a drawer, starts pulling out the chalks and incense she needs... And is just. I was gonna say, in, in the meantime, writing uh, on the floor. Crassus, why don't you uh, let Celise know, up, update her? We're on our way back. Got it. No, no code this time. Just we're on our way back. Breaker, breaker. This is Rubber Ducky coming in. Uh, good. We'll talk when you get here. We're returning from Cinderella's palace. Over. <laughs> <laughs> it's officially midnight. We're heading home. Rubber Ducky is on the move. Uh, and after the ten minutes pass, she's like, "All right, oh, it's been a little rusty. Been a minute since I did that, but should should work fine." Uh, well, it's been lovely meeting all of you. I'm sure that I'll be able to get you from Celise for another dinner at some point, or perhaps I send what? you into the jungle to hunt an artifact. Who knows? Bye. And the circle flashes, and in a white light, you are back in the teleportation chamber by Celise. Uh, she is actually in the room this time. Good, good. You're here. Um, do you have the book? Yeah, here you go. Last couple pages where things start to get more interesting. Celise casts some sort of spell on it, and the pages and text glow, revealing a second layer. Ooh. Wow. Secrets. It's cool. Are no fun. Are so fun. And she is just flipping through pages. Interesting. Mm, Troubling. Worrying. Neat. Okay. Interesting. And then she looks up at Clark, back at the page. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> uh, so, Lisa, was there something you wanted to tell me? Uh, and a staff materializes in her hand. Are you working for Raven? Uh, no. what? Clark? I just met her today. She has a page on you. There's what a page on you in this book. We've been with Clark basically constantly for a couple months now. There's also one on Morkior. Uh-oh. Oh. Okay, him we haven't keeping as close an eye on, but... I'm not suspicious conundrum. of you. I'm suspicious of if you're being used for something. And the staff you disappears. Don't be suspicious. I, I, don't I be have suspicious. made a career out of being suspicious. 
more suspicious is the fact that uh, Raven uh, joined us for dinner tonight. What? Yes. Um, Gloria invited us to dinner. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, that's normal. She likes to do that. She loves a nice dinner party. And uh, Raven turned up uninvited. Okay, um, not entirely out of character, but a bit odd. And she was... Uh, I don't know. She's hard to read, but I get the sense that she has some inkling of what's going on. She also uh, had an old man yeah, with what's going on. What's going on. Uh, she's yes. going to be at the auction, but that she showed up the <laughs> right. night you were sent to get a dossier on her and her goabouts is right. Um, she didn't come off hostile. No, she wouldn't. She's really? not. Um, her and I are not actively she antagonistic. Came horny. Any, well, yes, she came. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. <laughs> What? She's a succubus. What do you want? I. Um. Oh, I was gonna say what I was gonna say next was that I would walk over to the to the table that Salisa's at with the book, flip to the page on on Humphrey, and be like, and he was with her. That's impossible. What did he look like? He'd be. All... Did he look like this? And there's a picture of the. Did, did he look like that? There's a picture yes. of the younger one there, and it's like, yeah, that looks about right. It's like. Mm. Uh monk of sorts Humphrey guy. Humphrey's supposed to be dead so am I like 17 times or something look, so he's a human man a, a human, human man um, <laughs> he was like a human in his late 80s 30 years ago uh, it was 51 years ago was Curse's so Rod that would and yeah I think he was like 75 that, on that, that campaign, would put him so. at 126 wow and he certainly doesn't look 126 in this picture like, yeah, he, he certainly came off as, as an odd one. Um, He's... She probably wouldn't know the full story. I don't. But... He was with my father and Joram. They never really gave me all the details of what happened, but they got pulled to another place and had to fight someone, and it was a whole thing. There was a vampire lord, and it... They, they never really... They didn't like telling the story. Interesting. But how does this connect to me? Good question. The thread linking Humphrey, Raven, and Clark Domanicus shouldn't exist. At any rate, uh, we have three days until the auction, because there's been a little yes. bit of traveling and time passing and things have been done. I recommend you rest up. Yes, we uh, were uh, fighting uh, monsters only like four hours ago. So. About eight now, but yeah. Good night. Uh, and you- Why did you sound like Humphrey just now? <laughs> 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 oh no! Humphrey! Is Humphrey your father, Clark? Huh? 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 Maybe great-grandfather? Who knows? Talk. <laughs> Cyrilla, as you dream... Oh no. A visitor. Ah, well, I think we could finally sit and talk now, and you see a sort of ghostly form of raven in your dream. Oh, Jesus, hi. <laughs> yes, uh, I gave you the special <laughs> card so that we could talk. Oh. Yes. About? Uh, planning a trip back here for you. Uh, the rest of them can come oh, if they yes. like, but you're mainly who I'm interested in inviting. Yes. Uh, what instruments do you play? I play the fiddle mostly, but Ooh. I love to learn other things. I'm very good at the triangle. <laughs> <laughs> Adorable. <laughs> uh, next week, are you free to perhaps do a performance? Sure. Sure. Can Wonderful. I... Can I bring my friends and my cat? Yes, of course. Well, you have a cat! Yes. 
and she sort of walks up very close to you. Hi. <laughs> so other than performing, any other interests you have? Currently <laughs> Fireballs? Just, yeah, fireballs. <laughs> Same. Oh. <laughs> and she puts a, a hand to her chest, sort of like, ah, oh, girl. I Kindred agree. spirit. Yes. <laughs> Make another insight check. 17. Uh, you are being flirted with a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> are you trying to seduce me? <laughs> All right, just just say, I only play the fiddle and the triangle, but I'm very good good with my hands. Here's the thing. That's if she wants to reciprocate. This is flirting. She's not made any advances <laughs> yet. It's not I'm mandatory. Just, I'm just yeah. giving you yeah. a line. I feel like this is going to be bad news bears, and I am going to be used in a not-so-good way, so we are going to gently let her down. Oh, honey, picking that's up okay. What you're putting down. That's fine. But I am still excited to have you perform at the venue. So next Thank week, you. give yes. or take, uh, yeah. I have some business I'm going to be leaving home for in a few days. So, gee, I wonder what that could be. <laughs> oh, where are you going? Out of town. <laughs> Make a persuasion check. Seventeen again. Between you, me, and uh, your adorable little cat friend, I have an auction that I'm going to to try and acquire a uh, artifact. For oh. my collection. Is it just going to go in a museum, or what are you going to do with it? Nothing I have is in a museum forever. I'm prone to experimenting on things that I have, but within reason. Oh. If it's too dangerous, I'm not going to to toy with it. Uh, this has been a very lovely meeting. I do think you and my daughter would get on very well. So I always like making new friends. Well, so does she. If you ever need to talk again, you can use that card before you go to sleep and I will be able to speak to you. Wonderful. And she sort of walks away into the fog of your dream. I will say it's morning. You wake up. I immediately go, immediately go find the boys. And you all level up. <gasps> Yay. Hey. Not, not every level up needs to come purely from combat. Woohoo. No, I mean, it's been several sessions. Beep, 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 um, so you're all level 10 and 11. I had a really weird dream last night. So you're, you remember when we got those cards? Yesterday, yeah. Um, the the one for me, she can talk to me when I'm asleep now. Cool. Yeah. Hmm. What was the conversation but about? She did confirm that she is going to the auction. She is very much trying to get the eye, and okay. she wants to did experiment. She, did on she it. say to what end? Okay, that's not great. No. She, it's not the worst. She didn't explicitly like she tell you it. she was going to get the eye. She said she was going to an auction in a couple days for a powerful magic card. Right, but like we know. I know. Yeah. But um, God forbid she gets it. I have a performance there next week, so we have a reason to be there. Uh, yeah, great. And in for a heist. <laughs> oh, good. Yeah. All right. Well. You're invited too, so it's not going to be sketch if I bring all of you. Well, that's good. Um, we should loop Silly in on that. Yep. Let's go. Let's go find her. Loop her in. Uh, uh, you are in the dining Celise. hall and Celise is sitting at the head of her very large dining table uh, so with a dining. very very nice large glass and craft container of a thick red fluid she, she is a vampire <laughs> yeah that not a secret to anyone we, we, we don't talk about it a lot but she is anyway I suppose we just fill her in on that real quickly we don't need to talk it out again she keeps drinking the glass and finishes it and puts it down. Why can't things just be easy? Why? Never, ever, <laughs> ever. 
two days. Two days until the... Uh, we're going to finish anything and we'll start the thing next time heading to the auction. So we're going to... Sure. Just to decide what we do with our little yes, remaining downtime. With your two days downtime. Yes, but we'll... um. Try to find some ways uh, to be useful in occupying ourselves for these last couple of days. Please, you have full access to my facilities. Train as you will. Uh, if you have any items to make, uh, you can work here on them. You won't get you won't get anything done, but you can start start there. Clark Demanagus, what would you like to do uh, for two days? Fuck. Um, two days. What is Celise willing to give up for twenty five hundred gold, as far as a magic item goes? You'd have to go talk to her quartermaster about that. She's like, I don't... Look, I have a lot on my mind. I go to the armory, man. <sighs> there is a dwarf standing about 5'6". Very, very tall for a dwarf. Attack of the tall dwarf. Can I help you? And he's got a cigar, like half a cigar in his mouth that he's chewing on. It's not lit. Hello, good sir. Praise the sun. Yeah, whatever. Um, Praise the sun. You need something? I was, I was coming here to inquire about possibly getting some sort of magical item from Solis's armory. What does this look like? A Walmart? You don't I mean, know. You don't know you what know. a Walmart is. You don't know what a Walmart is. Um, What's a Walmart? It's some kind of store. We I've seen one or two of them floating out in the astral sea. Some of the most disgusting the creatures I've ever seen I've in my life. Seen <laughs> come out I've of seen a Walmart. At a Walmart. <laughs> Place of scum and villainy. Is there anything in particular you're looking for? Uh, well, my spending limit is 2500 so... That's... That's where I'm looking at. What is a Macy's wedding registry? I don't... What... What's a Macy's? What's a Macy's? Cut, cut that part out. That's... <laughs> um... 2500 Um... I mean, cloak of protection's uncommon. My cloak. That's uh, true. You lost your cloak of billowing. Get a cloak of protection. I fuck it. I need potions. Give me your strongest potion. What? What? What kind of potion? What do you want? I'm healing. Fucking no, bro. Jump. Yeah, healing, healing, healing's epic. Um, you could, if you want, you could buy more expensive ones. <laughs> That's always yeah, an option. Yeah, the, the better healing potions. Uh, greater healing. They're uncommon potions. They're forty-four plus four. We're a bit low on all of our potions right now, seeing as how I don't know a week ago we had quite a quite an issue here. Um, mm -hmm, I remember. They're gonna run you about 200 apiece. Oh. Uh. Fuck it, give me three. <laughs> Alright. Alright, well that killed 20 minutes. You have two days. Is there anything you wanted to do? <laughs> Praise the sun. Okay. Look for any suns in Go the extra plane. the courtyard, looking for stars. Good job. Crassus? Colin spends the next five and a half minutes buying plus one magic items for Crassus and Zenith. It is very boring. Umak, you're up. Is there any masonry work to be done? There is still repair work that is being done. So if you would like to spend your two days helping on repairs, they're going to pay you 91 gold. You make 91 gold doing repairs. Uh, Zid, what are you doing for two days? Um, well, quickly, I'd also like to buy health potions. Cool, um, we can just hand wave that. Currency, yeah. what would you how like? Much, how much for f three more regular health potions? Five again. Oh, regular? Regular? Regular. I, I have less health. I don't need the big That's ones. That's fair. Regulars are 30 each. And the main thing I was going to do to kill time is I would like to read the dossiers on everyone going to the auction. All of the heads or all or, of the other the, little the major people players. 
Not 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 all the not all the okay, levels, so, all the, the main bidders. So Archon, Joram, Morden Kanan, Tasha, Raven, Selyse. Yeah. Are the and I think it would be good to just the six that you know are that. going. There might be other people yeah. attending, but not necessarily actually in the running to buy. So right. you I wanna know what to know about them and who's the biggest threat if they happen to get okay. it. Okay. Uh, give me three history checks. Uh, investigation. Okay. We'll say investigation, because you're trying to... What are you better with? Investigation or history, or are they the same? Uh, they're, they're equal. Okay, then either... So either it doesn't matter, yeah. Okay, weirdly consistent, but 19, 19, and 18. Tasha and Morden Kanan, you don't know much more than anyone else knows. You know, they're powerful wizards. They fuck around pretty much everywhere, whenever they feel like. They have spells named after yes. them. I suppose I could infer based on the spells named after them that Tasha's somewhat chaotic, but and more than more than Kanan a bit less. Uh, so, Archon is the head priest of Tiamat, literally working in hell. He's closest. He has the shortest commute to this. You know, he's from another plane and teleported here after he took the hand. Mm, right, and we we know without me checking that he already has the hand, yes. so it'd be extra bad if he got it. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Raven, you have that whole dossier. Old friend of Celise, they did good work together for years. Still on good terms with pretty much everybody, but it is just, you know, another person bidding, another entity at the auction. Somewhat sus, not, yeah. not the a end of the weird, world. A little weird, not crazy if she gets a hold of it. Joram, there is no, yeah, no information yeah. on him for the past decade or so. No one, no, very few people have seen or even heard of him operating anywhere. He is still officially, as of the last time anyone checked, the Lord Commander of the Order of the Gauntlet. But no one has seen or heard from him in a decade. What you've heard, this is someone whose goal is protect the material plane, specifically Faerun and the Sword Coast, at all costs. Road to hell, good intentions, paved. Blood and sacrifice, yada yada. Actually, Clark Domanicus is curious. He wants to read the book about... The, the, the dossier that Raven okay. had on Okay, you him. can go over the dossier on him. Please make a history check. Or investigation. Ah, fuck. That is an 11. Uh, the information is accurate. All of her information on you is accurate. Too accurate. Hmm. Things that you have not told other people are in this book. Oh. That's concerning. I am concerned. Good. Cirilla. Yes? When you woke up this morning, you felt, okay, a little different. Upon doing your normal exercises and stuff you would do, you feel a little quicker, a little more power than what normal. Did she you do you have me? one. You are level eleven, and that eleventh level is in warlock. Uh oh. What? <laughs> your patron <laughs> is Raven. That's you have funny. a you have a magic sugar mommy. <laughs> We will deal Hell with that yeah. before next time, but now two of the party yeah, are level I, wasn't, I don't know what any of that means, but okay. We'll, we'll, yeah, you, you, you're level 11 overall now. You're, you're a level 10 bard, because that's what we just yes. got. But then you're also one level in Warlock. Um, you're multi-classed. It's a whole thing. We'll, we'll help you figure we'll it out later. Thank you. But, so I have a sugar mommy? Yep. Yes. Ayo. <laughs> and just faintly in the back of your mind, you hear, I'm doing this to help you. I'm watching you. <laughs> Not all the time. 
presumably, if you uh, uh, fall out of favor with her, you could lose that level. Okay. Um, you'd still be the same level as the rest of the party, but it wouldn't be the end so of the world. So you but... are a Pact of Damn. the Fiend Warlock. Cool. One level. Uh, and we'll do all the stuff for leveling that. You have two days to mess around with your new powers or figure everything out that you want. Oh, uh, somebody is finally doing the Bard Infernal Warlock multiclass to be the character from uh, Devil Went Down to Georgia. <laughs> You're Johnny. Well, my name's Johnny. Johnny. It might be a scene. What? You play that the violin. That was not my goal, but that no, she doesn't play the violin. She plays the fiddle specifically. I mean, yeah. That just kind of worked out like that. <laughs> and you're a bard in Infernal Warlock. Yes, you you have the devil fiddle and your tiefling. <laughs> it sort of it helps, but. Your fiddle heart. Devil's is in Georgia and the devil is a card. Um, and you get well, the shiny fiddle made of gold. If you lose, the devil gets your soul. <laughs> Reading the book concerned Clark so much, he would like to acquire the components to do commune. Okay. They'll Celise is like, yeah, of course. Too easy. I can help with that. No problem. I'd be concerned too. I am actually. Sure. So I shall consume, con- commune. Consume. <laughs> commune my. Have you? You've cons- never cast this before, have you? No. Is a fifth level spell. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna ritual cast it so I don't waste a spell slot. Okay. Weird um, flex. As you contact your deity or divine proxy and ask up to three questions that can be answered with a yes or no. You must ask your questions before the spell ends. You receive a correct answer for each question. Divine beings aren't necessarily omniscient, so you might receive unclear as an answer if a question pertains to information that lies beyond the deity's knowledge. In a case where a one-word answer could be misleading or contrary to the deity's interest, the GM might offer a short phrase as an answer instead. Okay. Um, so, please ask your first question as you sit down in a quiet area of bright light to cast the spell. Does Raven have ill intent at the auction? No. Before the meeting with Raven, has she ever spied on me? Yes. Oh. Are we ready for this auction? As ready as you could be. Ah, fuck. <laughs> and and with that, your vision comes back. You are sitting in the courtyard under the light of a bright star. Contemplating. Cooking. Tanning. <laughs> <laughs> no, tan- if he, he, tanning he in can't the armor. tan if he never takes his armor off. <laughs> You've literally seen him wearing just the helmet and, a, and no shirt. I also wanted to read through the dossiers as well to know okay. what we're up against. You and Zid can do your research. Uh, can you also make investigation checks for me? Three of them? Actually, w- make two investigation and one history. 18 on my first investigation, 15 on my second, 14 on a history check. The village you're from is the same village Joram was from. You know the story of how his wife oh. and daughter were killed. Yeah, I wouldn't have known that. And how he brought them back 20 years later. Your grandfather was one of the people who recorded that story for the village. And that's the only reason you know. It is not spoken aloud much anymore, but he is why you know that. Yeah, because he told me everything. Other than Joram's name, I suppose. Otherwise, you would have known this earlier. Yeah. Yeah. You just realize, like, oh, this is that guy. Yeah. You see some of the threads and are like, oh... So, so Zidris will, will 
say to Sorella upon this this coming to light. What do we do with this? Uh, that's that's certainly uh something, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I suppose I suppose it might not be anything. I mean, you now have his full name, Joram yeah. Apris. Not a lot of people know that. Sure. And you know his daughter is Asha. Joram was born in ASMR into that village, and part of that tradition of that village was the ASMR would be the guardians, the sheriffs, the protectors of the village. A percentage of children were born every generation to meet that role, and the year he did, it was like, oh great, he'll be another protector. His grandfather was before him, so he was a faithful guardian of that village for years and years, training his entire childhood for it, foregoing a normal childhood for that training. About seven years into his life as guardian of the village, a cult group set up outside of town, and occasionally people would go missing. So he rallied everyone, they went to the outskirts, and they put the cult to the sword, killed every last one of them, or so they thought. They killed those that were there, another group snuck into the town and killed his wife and daughter and a few other prominent members of the town. He, having failed to even protect his own family, left in disgrace, swearing never to return. He wandered for years, taking jobs wherever he could, until he met a group of people as mercenaries traveling together for a little while before they ended up lost in a forest. And when Joram, when they, when they, there was a guy named Strahd. No one really knows the details of that, but they disappeared and they came back much, much stronger. Joram returned to the village and after 20, they leveled up or something. And after 20 years, revived his dead wife. In the middle of the night, he dug up her grave and he raised her from the dead. And then once his wife was back, he raised their daughter and he continued living as if nothing was wrong. He did, he founded a temple and he tried to just be a holy man and protector of the village. He was a little more heavy handed and then the death curse happened. Anyone who was going to be risen from the dead or who had been risen from the dead slowly started to rot and die again. He managed to protect his wife and daughter's souls, but so many other so, people... So, uh, quick, quick reference again, that's the Tomb of Annihilation campaign that John is describing now, yeah. which takes place one year, funny enough, before Sorella was born. So many people died from that, and so many souls were destroyed, that it kind of changed his perspective, that no longer was reacting enough. Evil needed to be dealt with as preemptively as possible. So, he took the Order of the Gauntlet, which was supposed to be dealing with the Death Curse, but was in shambles, and under the sway of aristocrats and people who shouldn't have been handling it, and he marshaled them into an army and a navy, and he made them an organization that would exist permanently, not just under crisis. And for ten years, he headed them up himself, until again, one night, one of his attendants said he disappeared, and the following morning when he came back, he was different. Something was broken, more so. A few, Another year, and no one had seen him, but he still acted as the commander. Orders still came down, everything happened. By this point, he was no longer operating out of your little village. There was just the temple and a little token garrison that you're used to seeing. Priests and people sort of keeping your village safe and protected. There was never really any crime. 
land. It was a safe place. Your grandfather saw this whole story unfold. And eventually people stopped talking about it. Stopped feeling safe talking about it. As the gauntlet... You who must not be named. As the gauntlet became bigger and more powerful and more effective in dealing with things, any time there were even whispers of something, a military force would show up and crush it as soon as possible. Shut that shit down. Everyone felt safe and a lot of people didn't want to stop it because their lives were better. There was less time spent dealing with dragons and... Sorry, I'm allergic to tyranny. (laughs) Less time spent dealing with dragons and bandits meant more time building stable communities and having safety for their children. So everyone kind of looked the other way until it was a force much larger than anyone realized. Because they were so spread out, it was hard for everyone in these formerly very rural, disconnected communities to comprehend one person was at the head of of armies in the tens of thousands. It's just unheard of for this place. You didn't know that that was the same person as the guardian of your village. And now that you put that together, you see why your grandfather was so adamant in his recording and hiding of some of that information. And now we know. Yes, we will have much to discuss <clears throat> next time <laughs> on Dragon Ball Z. Because this recording has been going for yeah, too long. Yeah, this one and last week were both long ones, and we need to... Yeah, a- a- as always, right, if you've enjoyed the show, like, comment, subscribe, five stars, follow, etc., depending on what app you're on. Check out our Let's Plays and stuff we just started. By the time this comes out, we will have just started a Pokemon Violet playthrough. It's very goofy. Uh, you'll enjoy it. And um, Happy New Year! Happy New oh, Year! Yeah, yeah, happy, yeah. This episode is, yes, is happy in the New, New Year, Year now, so I hope hope everybody enjoyed their holidays. Yes. And uh, we'll see you in two weeks, like always. Bye, everybody. Roll for Distraction is produced and edited by Alexander Vigna. The show features John Price as the Dungeon Master and Alexandria Holbrook, Gerard Lambrugo. Colin Keating, Brian Graff, and Alexander Vigna as the players. This episode features Discovery Hit, Folk Ground, Ancient Rite, and Elf Meditation by Kevin McLeod, as well as Helium is in High Demand by Tim Kulig, used under the filmmusic.io standard license. This episode also features Medieval Astrology by Underbelly and Ty Mayer from the YouTube Music Library. This episode also features Track 104, River Town from TabletopAudio.com. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you again in the next episode.